0: and welcome to the Mindset and Self Mastery Show. I'm your host, Nick McGowan. And on this show, my guest and I unpack the stories that shape us and the lives we lead on our path to self-mastery. Today on the show, we have Claire Campagna. One of the most interesting results of something like a global pandemic is that it affects everyone's lives more similarly, especially in our thought life, than you could ever imagine. And Claire, in late 2019, early 2020, she began resenting her current circumstances. From the outside, she had a perfect life, but something was stirring in her soul. Since that time, she's dedicated herself to getting to know who she is deep at the core, and she's figuring out what tools, habits, actions, etc., that work for her on her journey towards self-actualization. She joins us today to share about her journey so far and share some great tactics and practices that have helped her. They may do the same for you. So let's not wait any longer. Let the games begin. Hey, Claire. Welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: Very good. How are you? Thanks for having
0: me. I'm great. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited that you're on. Uh, I know we were shooting the shit a little bit before we uh, hit record, and I think we're going to have a pretty awesome conversation. I'm excited. I appreciate you reaching out to me. Uh, I have different people that reach out at times, and some people aren't fit, and other people are 100% fit. And one of the things that stood out was you'd mentioned that there was stuff that you went through in 2019 and into 20. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are kind of in that boat, but yours is a little deeper than that. You actually took it a bit further. So um, I don't want to jump into this for you. Claire, why don't you tell us what you do for a living and one thing that most people don't know about you?
1: For sure. So I am Claire Campagna. Um, I am a uh, packaging consultant during the day. That's my corporate role. And, um, my, my business side, cause I am dabbling in both worlds right now is really all around basically helping people to connect with themselves on a soul level. It's people that feel mm-hmm. really disconnected with themselves and with their lives and are kind of just having that, like, what the hell moment, <laughs> how did I get here? Um, mm-hmm. and I help bring them back to themselves and, and like in a way that most, most of my clients at least have never really connected with themselves on that level before. And, and in that they find, you know, clarity and direction. And, you know, the goal is to ultimately help them to know themselves so that they can, you know, actually enjoy their lives.
0: Ooh, what a thought. Right? who it? I know it? You want to enjoy your life? Crazy, yeah, but please.
1: Yes, that's the goal. Um, and really, so it's, I don't even like to say I'm a coach. Like I just like to support and, and mentor and guide people because they're, they're really figuring out themselves. Um, that's the gist of that and then uh, a thing most people don't know about me um i have had the same best friend my entire life like our moms were literally pregnant together so that's kind of a cool that's cool
0: (laughs) that is pretty cool she didn't
1: go to my school growing up so like most people actually didn't know that i had this like secret best friend
0: (laughs) (laughs) so it was like an invisible friend yeah. people were like yeah sure sure oh yeah she goes to a different school yeah. oh yeah, yeah exactly that's pretty funny man There, um i don't know if i have any friends from like even grade school i have a couple from high school still yeah. and i know there are certain people that they just they move along with their clan in a sense my mom has friends that are basically aunts to me yep. like I have three different Ann <laughs> They're not really blood, yep. but they're just people that have been in my life since like she was a toddler. So how do you guys like, did you not grow differently or did you yeah. kind of grow along the same path or what?
1: No, we're extremely different people. Um, huh. <laughs> we joke about this still to go this on. day. <laughs> I know like we're, I mean, we're going on 30 years of friendship and we're like, if we didn't go through our entire lives together, Like that, that is really what does connect us. That's what binds us is that we have quite literally seen the ups and the downs like a sister has. It's like, Mm. it's honestly very similar to a, just a sister. It's like we, you know, we bicker, we get over it in two (laughs) seconds and, (laughs) and we were there when all of the things were happening in our lives, like every single big and small Mm. change and event and, you know. I I literally have no other friends that I can say that with other than my actual blood sister.
0: Yeah. And sometimes uh, your friends can be closer than your siblings at times, or at least in some cases. Is that kind of how it is with you?
1: So uh, honestly, I view them both as sisters, but my sister, my blood sister, my real sister, is actually one of my best friends to this day, too. Um, We were not super close growing up. We're four years apart. So she's four years older than me. She's my only blood sibling. Um, and we, we never crossed paths in school because of that four year gap. Like when, when I was a freshman in high school, mm. she was a freshman in college. And um, it was actually that year when I was like, whoa, you just left me alone with mom and dad like when I'm a high schooler, <laughs> are you kidding? That's mean, not that she had any control but uh, sure yeah but that was actually when we started to become close when we weren't living under the same roof mm. and um now she lives literally in the neighborhood across the street from me and is one of my best friends
0: oh man that's awesome i love that sort of stuff my uh, my brother's five years younger than me and um he lives in philadelphia i'm in the tampa uh florida area okay. so uh, I wish that there were times where I'd be like, "Yo, dude, let's go grab a couple beers," or like, "Come over and let's watch the game," or something like that. So that's cool that you've got that.
1: It's it's so nice. We we're <clears throat> like very spoiled. And hey, do you want to go on a walk in ten minutes? <laughs> like, it's it's as easy as that. Some days. <laughs>
0: nice. nice. Uh, again, to kind of like step back to where we were when uh, when we were talking about um, about everything before we hit record, brought up. 2019 and 2020 so why don't you give us a little bit of context to what was going on in 2019 2020 because covid hit and we all know this and i think that's one of those big curveballs that as people were going through things it just knocked the wind out of people yeah. some people had helped them a little bit because they were like oh okay i need to look at things differently other people just got their fucking asses kicked so uh, let's uh, let's dive into that where do you want to start
1: Um, I would say I was a combination of those things. (laughs) Got my ass kicked and and picked it back up and learned a lot from it. Um, but I would say like at the the end of 2019, so this is obviously pre pre COVID at least hitting the US. Mm -hmm. Um, I I was starting to feel just like inklings of resentment. Um, I was definitely Mm. pushing them down, but just kind of like getting frustrated at work, getting just. A shorter temper in general, just getting annoyed really quickly and being like, "This isn't me," but you know, I don't have time to sit and think about it. Um, fast forward three months to 2020 March, I had plenty of time to sit and think about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you had all the time. I had yeah. nothing
1: but time, unfortunately, for me. Um, and I mean, I, I spent a lot of 2020 just being really frustrated, like probably a lot of us. Um, mm. a, a lot of mine yeah. was turned inward, though. At, you know, that again, that what the fuck moment, that moment of just like, how did I get here? It it was like I snapped out of autopilot and like actually had to sit and consider where I was at and be like, I am literally one of those people that just goes through the motions every day. How did this happen? How did I get here? Why am I here? Is this where I want to be? Um, and, you know, I spent basically the, from, from 2020 on to now, I've been working through that. I'm continuing to work through that and really just like undoing every single piece of my life and looking at it and reflecting on it and figuring out why I made the decisions I did and, you mm. know, how, how I became the person I did. And really for me, like what it's, what I've, what I've come to at this point is a lot of it boils down to, I was doing everything i was supposed to i was Mm. following the rules you know i
0: supposed to yeah
1: exactly what everything i was expected to do i was doing and it didn't feel like that to me which is why i think it took me so long to realize it um because i was Mm. like in high school i was this is gonna sound annoying but like i wasn't taking that much effort to get good grades i was still going out and blacking out every weekend and like i didn't feel like i was like doing what I was expected to do and being this like perfect kid. I was still partying a ton <laughs> and being a, a very normal high school student in my opinion. Um, but you know, like no one was ever questioning me because I was doing well in school and I was, hmm. I then fast forward, I get a job doing exactly what I went to college for. Like I actually did what my degree is for. So it's just like, I didn't realize how much I was just going based on conditioning and expectations. And I think yeah. when it kind of hit me in the face, it was like, Oh shit, what do I even like? What do <laughs> I, what, what are my preferences? Do I even have any? Um, yeah. and a lot of it's just been like unlearning and, and relearning ever since then.
0: It sounds like you kind of, um, you were set in a fixed mindset. Totally. Cause if you grow up and you go through things and for the most part, everything's all right. Um, you can just subscribe to, well, it must be my innate ability to be able to do these things. And once you come to that awakening of boy, what the fuck is going on right now, and you start to rethink everything, and you start to shift from that fixed to growth mindset, that can be extremely painful. I've been through that as well. But the fact that you're going through and you're processing through bits and pieces of that, it's huge. Let's set that aside for now, because I know that our audience and listeners have either gone through some of that they're trying to go through that now. So let's talk about the triggers and the things that you were aware of when you went, oh, hold on, wait a fucking minute. There's some shit going on in my head.
1: Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it started with me sitting alone in 2020 and mm-hmm. seeing all this polarity going on in the world, all of this like horrible stuff going on in the world. And a lot of it came out of guilt for me of being like, well, shit, I have no reason to be as unhappy as I am as unfulfilled as I am. But, uh, I am, you know, I'm like looking at my life on the surface level, like everybody else's and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm in a great relationship. I have very supportive friends and family for the most part. I have a successful job. It's financially successful. I'm like comfortable in it. I'm doing good things. Like what's wrong. (laughs) Um, and I think what I've realized with myself and with just like my peers and clients is that's a, that's a big theme. And I want to make sure I, I mean, it's going to sound annoying when I say it, but it's just like the quote unquote better off your life looks on the surface. I think it can be really, really challenging to figure out what's what needs course correction. It's like, that was the biggest struggle for me in 2020 was like, I, you can ask, Anybody that I was willing to talk to about it, like the three people, I was just like begging for clarity. It was like, I just want direction. I'm ready for this shit. It was like the the knowing that I needed to shift my life was there before I knew what I needed to do. And that was so frustrating. So, so frustrating for me. And I spent a lot of time just like being frustrated and not not doing anything yeah. about it. That was like honestly, that was my main I would say that was my main trigger, if you will, of just like, give me some fucking clarity. And I could not find it. I couldn't find it. And it was because I was just yeah. let sitting in my own resentment instead of doing something mm.
0: about it. Yeah. Oh, you're not alone. I and mean, you kind of nailed it. A lot of people were going through things. I'm sure a lot of people had thought similar thoughts of like, well, why am I upset? Or oh, I I'm all right. Nobody's really sick or whatever. And then there are people that had tons of terrible things happen totally get that you know and they would have things that they could kind of look at and say well because of this i'm in a shitty mood um but there are a lot of people that went through that frustration and they were stuck just trying to figure out what do i do what do i want to do what have i done to get here and i think a lot of people looked at that as like well what if we as a country done to get here or as a world oh, yeah. done to be able to get here and what the fuck do i want to do next so seeing that and being aware of that trigger how did you start to work on that stuff and i understand that you were frustrated because look up in there fucking get it that is super frustrating and as you grow you're stretching but how did you continue to work on that so that you could get kind of past the oh, i don't want to go work out and just do it
1: um it took me in a dire year <laughs> Like, it took me seriously until... It didn't happen
0: in two days.
1: No, uh, it took me until, like, probably, honestly, I, I didn't feel massive growth, if you will, until probably, like, spring of last year. Mm. Um, I started actually doing things. That was genuinely the game changer. It was, like, the clarity came through taking any step in any direction. It was, like, that was my yeah. thing. It was the paralysis by analysis of, like there's so many different things I could explore that I guess I am interested in. And and now I don't know what to do. And it's like, if I take the wrong step in the wrong direction, then it's like my whole life could crumble. And, um, you know, one day the frustration just got greater than the confusion, if you will. And I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to do something. And I Mm -hmm. went to a women's circle, which was like, so not something I would do. Um, and it ended up being like a random girl from my high school posted it. I had never spoken to this girl in high school. It was on Instagram. I was like, whatever I am. That's where I'm at in life. I'm going to go. And I went, seven people were supposed to show up. One person other than me showed up. (laughs) Yeah, no, like seven people signed up and they all backed out at the last second, except one other person other than the host. So there were three of us Mm -hmm. there and They are literally two of my close friends now to this day. Still, like, I feel like I just made best friends. And the girl who was hosting it that went to my high school was just sitting there watching me and this other girl, like, what is going on? Like, I came home that night and I made a a voice memo and was like, I just met my future self tonight. Like, (laughs) it was such a, an immediate connection. It was wild. And it was like, that was, Mm. that was the sign I needed, I guess, to just. Propel me into branching out and just doing more things, and like you know, some of them felt better than others, and and those are the ones sure. that I'm continuing to just like follow the breadcrumbs at this point. And that's that was really it. It was as simple as just doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, just take some sort of step. <clears throat> it's funny today as we record this. There was an episode that was launched that's called "Keep Moving." Just keep moving. Yes. Just keep moving. You can always and redirect throughout. Yeah, yeah, totally. And when you really think about the incremental progress and the little baby steps that you make, I think we as people always want to just make some giant leap every single day. I want to wake up and I want to take down mountains and monsters and do all these things. But for the most part, the little bits and pieces will add up. So taking that first little step, did you see and were you grateful about that step at first? Or was it something where you had to actually look back and say it was because of those initial steps that I took where I was like, well, fuck it. I'm at this point. I'm going to go do this thing that was wildly outside of what you were used to doing.
1: Yeah. So I will say when I made the decision to go and do the thing, I was just like, this is so out of character that I can tell that something big is going to come of mm. this, whether it's immediate or not. Like I, I feel like I did have that intuitive <laughs> knowing right out of the gate that whether it was going to hit me in a year, or mm-hmm. if it was going to hit me immediately, like something was going to come out of this. and. I mean, like I said, I literally came home that night. At, we stayed, I think, like an hour or two longer than she, she expected us to. And I came home <laughs> that night and was just like, I don't know what just happened. That was wild. Because um, it, it really was my first experience, first person, if you will, not just like through consumption yeah. of audiobooks or, or podcasts and whatnot, where I was connecting with people on that conscious level and like having real yeah. conversations with people and not not the, I mean, I, I love all my, my friends from my, my former life and my, my still life really, but it's just like the friends I've made from 2021 on, I just Hmm. have a different type and level of conversation with them and connection. Um, that feels more, (laughs) more soul related than, than anything else. I could boil it down.
0: Well, think about it. If you didn't move, if you didn't act, if you weren't aware of that frustration and then start to take some Steps with that frustration, you wouldn't be where you're at now. And you're still early on in that journey because yep. 2021 was just last year. I mean, less than six months ago. Yep. Uh, so, what happened after that? Like, what did you kind of step into and do differently to keep that thing going instead of just reverting back to where you were?
1: I think it gave me the courage to actually dive into these other tools and modalities that I had been reading about and consuming information about but mm-hmm. too too scared or too, you know, excusably busy, like I made up excuses um to do myself and it was like, no, I'm going to I'm going to go do a past life regression hypnotherapy. Fuck it. Um and I literally booked one within a week of that, like and, you know, just like I just started doing sound healing, reiki, just like all these things that I had wanted to do and you know, for whatever reason just didn't didn't feel like doing I felt too stuck to even know Mm. which one to do first and I was like well just do one like and then do another and I think that's Mm -hmm. that's really what launched me is like I just started trying things and um, I didn't even launch my or think of launching my business I should say until November of last year I officially launched it in March of this year so it is brand new Um, Mm. but I, I had it some version of it brewing literally since that mm-hmm. day that women's circle in like March or whatever of last year. Um, I had, I knew that there was something that I was going to do with all of this, that I was about to, this journey I was about to go on.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, man, when you know that and you feel it, your body shifts, your soul shifts, everything shifts. it's like that, I guess it's an awakening in some ways, but it's more of, i I felt more of an energy burst at that point, like, mm-hmm. like almost like a star exploded inside of you. You feel the same thing?
1: Yes, totally. Like so excited, like anticipation, nervous anticipation. Mm-hmm. And just like, oh, like I can tell something big is going to come with this and I don't know what it is. And, I, and quite frankly, I'm still, I, I can, the picture's getting clearer each day, but I still don't know what it's going to be, you know? Sure. And um, yeah, it's just like, it's this nervous excitement behind all of it for sure in a way that I hadn't felt in so long like after coming out of that level of just disconnection and existing instead of living it just it lights you up
0: Uh, it can be easy to look for different things and try to just find different things to fill holes you know where you go I want to try this because I really don't want to process the shit that's behind me So do you find that you had gone through some of that, that you were actually looking and like poking around at different things because you were running from the shit that you really needed to actually process?
1: So I think the easier answer would be to say yes, but honestly, no, (laughs) I, I am a person who is very into depth. Like I fuck a (laughs) surface level conversation. I have always been that way. Um, Breach. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to talk to you about the weather. Um, So I I have always been that way. But at the same time, up until, you know, 2019, 2020, I was also a very um, dissociative and numb person. And so it was like this very strange paradox of wanting to go deep with other people, but not with myself. And I think mm-hmm. because I already had that openness to depth to to begin with, when I opened the gates for myself, it was like, oh, oh, no shit, should have been Welcome. doing this with myself the whole time, yeah, not just other people. Um, so it yeah. was more so that type of thing where it was like, oh, and, I mean, that's why I'm I'm here one week after a uh, the. A women's circle booking a past life regression therapy i'm like whoa could you go any deeper than that like you're not even trying to pull out things from your your current life um which i am doing as well but yeah i've been trying to (laughs) dig up every possible thing i can since that day
0: i'm glad you circled back to that because that was part of the reason why i brought that up you know you kind of almost jumped over your own life like let me go back and see if there are things that were outside of that and no, know it can be easy to do it. I, I call the stuff out because I have done this sort of shit. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's fucking daily almost at times where things come up. And it's interesting because now I'm sure you're aware where like stuff will pop up and you're like, I see you talking to yourself almost. Where you're like, you motherfucker, you better stop that and be able yes. to shift those things. <clears throat> so what scary. have you done differently? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what are you doing differently now than you would have done a year ago in your daily work to make sure that you continue to work on this stuff and grow
1: i think a forever growth mindset thing that i'm working on in my life from now on and since that day is being present and being like being a witness in my own life you know and that sounds mm. so easy <laughs> and it is not it is not easy no it's
0: not um, not at all.
1: yeah it's like duh who's not witnessing their own life but it's like actually everybody party yes exactly no one's doing that um so i think that honestly is has been the biggest shift for me is like i'm now that freak that's like in the middle of an argument with somebody i'm like i need to walk out of the room (laughs) and i like literally will separate myself and feel (laughs) you know where in my body uh, that that trigger is actually coming up where okay like whoa my heart chakra is on fire right now that's that's interesting Mm. when I feel like I'm being forgotten that part of me is, is what's lighting up, you know, just like actually paying attention, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is like a huge theme for anybody that has a a history of dissociating or numbing or escapism or or anything of that nature to like really focus on embodiment and, you know, being in the physical body. Mm. Cause for me, it's so much easier to just like float away. And be in my mind and i think mm. that's been like the biggest shift for me is like i actively have to put effort into being here now yeah and when i do that yeah. it's, when you're yeah, actively like pull doing your ass that back. it's not that hard yeah
0: it's not that hard to see it but it can be hard to pull it uh to be able to pull yourself back into the space yes. and make sure hey we're here we're here we're here understanding what that triggers uh, what that trigger actually is and what it, what it's coming from I'm going to ask you kind of a, a tough question that maybe it's tough, maybe it's not, but it keeps coming to me. Yeah. What happened when you were younger that you were running from that when you, when you were a little kid?
1: Yeah. Like I, I think that honestly was the, the biggest thing for me and and the past life therapy, just to give more context around that it wasn't just past life. Like we were going back to the childhood as well. So that was, that was honestly yep. the main thing I was like, it's part of it. I know that I dissociate and I was curious if there was like a moment that i had suppressed and you know maybe there still is and i haven't Mm. excavated it yet who knows but um there i have not found a smoking gun if you will like there's not like this single moment in my life that i've pushed away and was running from per se but i i i did have i think again that theme of like on the surface level my life looked quote unquote very fortunate probably to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, but there was a lot going on behind the surface. Like I, I, like many millennials, my parents got divorced when I was in third grade, like the next year, my best friend who I mentioned a minute ago, her dad passed away. And it was to us, it was very unexpected. And it like, still to this day, I haven't experienced a death that hit me as hard as that one did. Um, sixth grade, my entire apartment burned down and we lost every single thing we owned. Um,
2: That'll do it. All of this
1: happened before I was even in high school. And I think like there's all these, you know, quote unquote, smaller events like that, that aren't necessarily like that mind blowing. But just I had so many of those incremental moments that I just breezed past where I like I literally remember in sixth grade watching our apartment burned down like my sister's amp her guitar amp Mm. her window in her bedroom busted open and her amp just like fell out of the bushes or out of the window and landed in the bushes and like my mom and my sister are you know crying understandably that's a normal reaction and i'm literally standing there like a 12 year old and i'm like do i have to go to school tomorrow Uh,
0: yeah
1: are we gonna have capital fucking
0: dissociation yeah. yeah,
1: like I mean, just I yeah, just numbing it all out, and I, you know, I think it made a lot of that easier for me, probably because I did have a lot of situations like that. But um, I, you know, in the past year, I've had a lot of emotions come up that I've like found again that I've stored in my body, and I think that's probably a reason also that I don't love to be in my body because I, I have been storing these emotions and this like trauma Mm -hmm. that I just like pretended didn't happen to me for so many years. So it's been a year of release, really like a lot of just crying that I never did for the past 25 years.
0: Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff to go back through. I think most things. I don't want to say everything, but most things that affect us and potentially infect us throughout life come from childhood trauma of some sort. And everybody's trauma is different. I could talk to somebody where they go, some kid took my bike and popped my tire when I was 10, and that fucked me up. Other people, it could be like, "Okay, I watched my apartment building burn down, but you know, it's all right, moving along. There's some shit that happens that we tried to dissociate from, but you can't really dissociate from it. It's still back there, it's still in there. So the fact that you went back through and you've started to look through it and allowing yourself to, shake that energy off. I I keep having this visual in my mind of like a dog getting out of water and just shaking its ass and getting everything off of it. If only it was that easy to just be like, well, get the fucking shit off my arm, you know, and that's about it. But it's not. So you're still doing this work. But what does that look like daily for you to do that work? Outside of being aware of those moments, do you do journaling or uh, any sort of Go ahead. Yeah, what do you do?
1: Part of what I did in, from 2020 through now is I did um, become a certified yoga instructor. I don't actually nice. actively teach it. I did it for myself. Um, maybe I will one day, but it was it was to help with the embodiment piece because that was that was actually one of the first steps I took. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, okay, like this is going to help me. I know it is. At one point in my life, if not now, and um, that's been helpful to just be able to use that as a tool. Um, the, the breath work Mm -hmm. side of it honestly has been super helpful as well. Like breathing to me is so, so powerful. Um, and I also like literally will use dancing and shaking back to your image of shaking. Like that really is (laughs) something that I do. Like I, if I'm starting to get really pissed off at work or something like that, like I will stand up, walk away from my computer and just like This is so funny. I will literally turn on one of those like emo songs from when I was in like high school or something, you know, some, some really good teenage, what's the
0: go-to let's hear it.
1: Oh man. There's so many, like, you know, there's like, if we're going real dark, let's turn on some Hawthorne Heights guys. Let's just go, let's just go apeshit. Let's put on some Paramore and like (laughs) the kill by 30 seconds to Mars. Like let's, let's like. Mm hate ourselves and our the world for a minute um but honestly it's like the most therapeutic thing to when you're already in that feeling of like teenage rage almost like to just like tap into it for three minutes and just like dance to it like no one's watching and you're like damn i feel pretty good now all right
0: it you get your body in motion. It gets the energy in motion. Yes. I don't think that you need to get pissed off to listen to Paramore or something, though. Hey, Hawthorne Heights, whatever. <laughs> I mean, shit. Honestly, today's been a day to remember day. I've had a day to remember on my mind as soon as I woke up. And then it was just playing Such all whatever, nine albums they got or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that, that energy can definitely move you. I totally get that. I think there are times where there's no energy except for the energy that's happening inside of you. And you feel like you need to do something outside of you. Yes. Um, like how I, I used to, as a little kid, I used to like throw shit or punch things because I needed to get the energy out. So as we get older and we start to do this stuff where we go, Oh, and we shake, that's totally should be normal. Mm-hmm. You should be allowed to be able to do that. Cause that's that split second. And you're not losing your shit for like an hour or two. Well, are you? <laughs> I mean, it'd be a different story. Yeah, exactly. If you did that, I'd be like, pivot. We're going that direction. You
1: know what? This conversation's over.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's been real, real long. Bye. Um, no, but the fact that you can go through that and be okay is okay. So everybody that's listening, be okay with that. As you go through shit, just be okay with it. Just don't let it linger. So how do you how do you manage your mindset uh, after those moments, and how do you not let it linger?
1: Yeah, um there's a there's a couple things I do for like the the mental aspect of it. So I do journal, I do meditate, I do reflect pretty often. Um and as you as you heard from my earlier example, I love the voice memo note option mm. on phones. Um Me I too. I find I'm a very audio person already like I like to consume information that way versus reading. And um, I think that's why I like to speak it out as well. Like it's just more natural to me. Mm. So I, I find it really helpful to get my thoughts out in that form and replay them later and just reflect on mm. it. Um, that's a super, super helpful thing for me. And honestly, a good cry, like crying. And while I'm crying, I'm always reflecting. Like I'm, I'm one of those people that's like it's tied in with Mm. Processing, if that makes sense, whether it's like actively mm. consciously thinking or not, it's like the work is being un- undone if you will, the knots yeah. being untied while I'm crying, and um music is just so so helpful for me in that so that's that's like honestly my number one is just like play a song that's going to evoke emotion to the point where I'm going to cry and mm-hmm. Because it's, you know, it is difficult still for me to just like cry when I need to. And sometimes mm. I, I do need that um, music to, to set it in motion. But usually it takes like one note and then tears yeah. are flowing.
0: Hmm. That, I, I want to touch on something, uh, a, a potentially sexist thing, where I think there might be some listeners that listen to this that go, well, you're a woman, you, you're going to cry. But that's complete bullshit. And I'm glad that you bring up the fact that it's difficult for you to be able to get to that point, but that you find things that help you actually get to that point where you can find that release. Because I think there are a lot of men and women that need to allow themselves that release. Like, look, if you're going to cry, fucking cry. Get it out. If you're going to rage for a moment and scream, go for it. Try to do it the right way like a singer would. Don't blow out your voice. But same deal with anything else. Don't go too crazy with it. Let that energy out. So whatever way you can figure out to do that, that's huge. So do you think that you subconsciously kind of figured out like I have to get myself to this point, like the recipe is to be able to get myself to this point to allow me to get past this, to then be able to release? Or did you consciously kind of put that together where you're like, well, something's got to trigger me and I don't want to poke myself with a knife. Like, how did you get there?
1: Yeah. Um, I think I've always been very sensitive to, to music. So I didn't necessarily always cry when I would hear it, but I, I know how much it evokes in me, like within an instant, I can feel it. So mm-hmm. it was a quick thing for me to turn to, I guess. Um, but I sure. will say just back to the whole like shaking thing. I, I don't know if you're familiar with like shamanic shaking and that whole thing.
0: A little bit, just the basic surface level. They shake the energy out. Yeah
1: exactly yeah no totally that's i mean that's what it is and i mean i won't get into what it is but in very short summary it's like basically think of uh an animal that's getting preyed on like a possum Mm -hmm. or something when they you know come to after playing dead they literally simulate the attack like it still happened Mm -hmm. and they they literally cause that adrenaline to flow through them because it's still there it did flow through them Mm -hmm. and they they have to Shake it off quite literally to allow it to pass through them and not be stored in their bodies. And I heard that on a podcast in 2020. And then I heard it like three more times, you know, one of those synchronicity things shortly after that. And that's what led me to the combo, I think, of the dancing and the singing and like. That's I think why I do the the teenage angsty music too, because I mean, you know, nice. all that stuff is like it is shaking. Like you're like mosh pitting alone in your bedroom. Mm-hmm.
0: So <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Uh
1: great image.
0: <laughs> yeah, well that's where my head was. I'm trying to pull myself <laughs> back now. Um uh, just as an adult jumping around. But that's I mean, I do that. There are times where you know, I can feel that my energy's off or I'm just not at my natural state of joy. And I'm like, all right, fuck is wrong with you? And I'll toss on, typically my go-to is heavy. So I'll go to something, I'm not super, super heavy, like mashuga wise <laughs> depending on the day. But typically it's like a periphery or something like that where I kick it in. And then you just got to move around. There are times where I've joked with people, I'm like, I'm fucking headbanging in my office for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Because you need to, you need to get that energy out. And then at that point, you're able to actually go, all right, cool, I'm good what's next? I should probably turn this shit down a little bit. And then you move along and kind of do your thing. So I feel that. I totally feel that. And I want to encourage people to be able to explore that. Explore that more often. I think as a lot of us continue to work either from home consistently or hybrid, that we can use the space that we have that we're comfortable in. Do you work from home? Are you a hybrid worker? Or do you work specifically from the house?
1: Uh, I would say Eighty-five percent of the time, I'm working from home, so gotcha. it is still the primary. But I, I am in sales, so you know when I do go visit customers or we have like a, a divisional meeting or something, I'll, I'll go into the office. But I totally am taking advantage of the my my dance yeah. floor here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm sure it's different for different people. People that have kids or pets around, things of that sort. But if you can still find some of that energy uh, or that space to release some of that energy, that's huge. Um, so. It's been great talking to you. I think we've gotten a lot of great stuff here. So thank you for being on the show. Uh, is there a one piece of advice you'd give somebody that's on their path towards self-mastery?
1: I think the the major thing I would say that's been really helpful for me is to give yourself grace and recognize that, you know, once you do open this can of worms and you decide to, to really grow and evolve and, you know, care about your life, <laughs> Um, it's going to be a roller coaster. It's, it's not going to be able to be closed back up. And, you know, once you start it, you're not going to want to stop, but just know that it's not all an upward trajectory. Like you, yeah. that's part of, that's part of it, riding the wave and learning how to ride the wave. And um, that can be really, really frustrating when you've just started and you're like, you, you can get discouraged. So I just, I would, I would say to give yourself grace and, and be compassionate with yourself and just, you know, take every opportunity uh, as a, a learning, a chance to learn.
0: Great. Appreciate that. Where can people connect with you? Where can they find you online?
1: Uh, my website is clairecompagna.com. Just my name. Very easy. And my Instagram is ClairePeriodCampania, So also very easy. Uh, I'd say those are the, the two best places to connect with me. Um, feel free to shoot me a message. I mean, as you can probably tell from this conversation, I just, I love talking to people on, on similar journeys. And um, that's like my favorite thing in the world. So even if you don't don't want to be a client, please, please talk to me. I just love love people on the journey to consciousness.
0: Well, I appreciate that. It's been great having you. Thanks again for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. Another great conversation on today's episode of The Mindset and Self Mastery show. Claire answered the call to that stirring in her soul. I mean, let's be real here. You can only push it away for so long until it just claws to get out. Okay, maybe that's a bit much, but if you don't feel that, then you've really got some deep diving to do. Like yeah, you got some you got some work to do. Like Claire here, we should all continue to aim for learning and growth. So that's okay. We all have work to do. And it's about incremental progress on our journey. doesn't all have to happen overnight. But you got this. So what did you think? I'd love to hear your thoughts on the topics we got into today. And if you enjoyed the episode, please jump over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. If you really enjoyed the show, just go ahead and share it with a friend, family member, somebody that you like, because this is a pretty awesome show, right? Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks. We covered a lot of stuff, so appreciate you sharing out, I'm sure your friends will too. And check out the show notes for more information and specifically for Claire and check out other episodes on the Mindset and Self Mastery Show.com, as well as our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, type in the Mindset and Self Mastery Show, and there you go. And thanks again, Claire, for being real honest and vulnerable with us and thank you for sharing some wisdom and thank you to you yeah you thank you for hanging out with us today and with that remember your mindset matters and so do you